You're listening to the Autumn of Pit Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Heck yeah. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am Matthew Baker and the man randomly interrupting with useless (laughs) cheerleading (laughs) is the masterly Louis Fox. That's right. I've been masterlying since I was probably 12 years old. Yeah, you have? (laughs) You're a late bloomer. You're late. You're a late master leer. <laughs> How's life going? It's been good. So I'm trying to keep good on my New Year's resolution of ch- uh, time shaming people. Uh huh. I'd like to formally time shame the lady in front of me at Costco this morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was she doing? She had like a hundred and eighty nine dollar bill. Uh huh. And she runs her card. It, it was a uh, prepaid like debit card. Oh, gotcha. Or so there's a, a certain amount of money that exists on the card. Yes. That she's withdrawing. Yeah. So she goes to pay, and it's the Declined. She uh-huh. goes to pay again, and the, the cashier gets a thing that says contact bank. Oh, no. So the lady's like, gets on the phone and calls the bank. So the, they open the line next to me, and they're like, hey, we can take you over here. Oh, God. Why and wouldn't I'm they like, just move that person out? Yeah. I'm like, well, all my stuff's here. I'll just ditch, I'll see how this plays out. All my stuff's here, plus I want to shout and heckle this woman as she's having a very embarrassing moment. Well, so she was older. She was probably like 70. Okay. But not old enough to get a pass. Uh-huh. Get a regular credit card, Nana. <laughs> so she's on the phone at the bank. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah. So she hangs up at the bank, and she's like, there's money on it. Run it again. Mm-hmm. She runs it. She goes, it came back as, as no bueno. So the lady's like, I can't believe why it's not taking it. There's $125 on it. Oh, my God. And then she's insisting. it should. And the, finally, the cashier's like, how about I run it for $125? Boom, goes through. And the lady's like, great, I'm going. And the lady's like, wait a minute. There's still $64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still have to pay $64, old lady. And so now she's like, well, what don't I want? Oh, God. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So how's your week been? Well, well when she left, were you like, yay? I kind of was like, like <laughs> God. Well, it's just like, how do you not know? Like, how do you, I mean, I understand you're 70, but I feel like 70 is, pe- people are still pretty sharp. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty sharp. And then not knowing the chasm between $125 and $189. Maybe that scam has worked for her before. Maybe that is like her go-to. That's her thing. Right? She's like, okay, I'm going to put $100 on my prepaid card i'm gonna go to i'm gonna get 250 dollars with the stuff and then i'm just gonna play old cute yeah. old lady and maybe she's going for that dumb. like viral social moment where i go i'll pick up the 64 dollars. yeah totally well i saw this happen yesterday for two dollars uh. where a woman was freaking out because she was getting a key made and she claimed to the key person that she had a there was a red carabiner on the key the original key that she gave to the guy to make a copy of uh-huh. she's like you didn't give me my carabiner back <laughs> And he's like, I don't have it, ma'am. You didn't give me one. And and this is in the hardware store. And they're just like, I was amazed at how aggressive the employee was. Because he was like, you didn't give me it. I don't have it. You didn't like. Now, this was was a real hardware store, not like Lowe's, right? Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. That has guys that that worked in construction. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like they couldn't get a job at Lowe's because of their background check. (laughs) (laughs) But he's yelling at the lady. And this is like a little. I mean, she was like maybe, you know, five foot one. 
one. And she was like, and it was too, and I wanted to do what you said, like have that moment of like, let me get it. I'll, it's $2. I'll buy her one. Yeah. But he was so angry. Even me, I was scared to even get engaged. In it. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to, and what I needed to buy was right where they were. So I acted like I was looking around somewhere else just to not be in that sort of negative energy. But you want to see how it plays out. Yeah. I'm close enough to, you know, well, I mean, you could hear him across the store. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, played out. She ended up just saying, oh, okay. Like, after, like, five minutes of shouting at each other, she's like, okay, I'll oh, just go buy one. What? Yeah, pretty much. And it was like, and then that guy, like, had, I needed his help, and he was unable to help me because he was so furious. He was enraged. Yeah, he couldn't it help you, like, crazy. match paint. I was like, dude, maybe you should not be working with people. That's and, why he's or, at the hardware store. I know, but he's cutting keys for people, you know? It's not I mean, something that's a that pretty easy you do gig. lonesome, you know? Yeah. You have to do engage with people. He's the guy inside the key machine. Have you seen the, the automated key thing? Yeah. Maybe that's why they're going automated is the amount of stress the key. Well, I was at the Austin airport. They had an automated barista. Oh. They had like a whole like futuristic. It looked like you ever been in one of those things? It's like a, it's like a car washer, but for people. At the airport, it's like a pod, and you lay down in the pod. Oh, oh, it's the water massage. Yeah, the water okay. massage. So you lay down, and then it's like sort of like this water sort of runs over you, yeah. but not. It's dry. In the nineties, it was popular in malls. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like that. It looks like that. Like it looks like a pod that you might get in, like a breast milking station. Yeah, we we've all spent time in those, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you 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 put your money in, you you select what you want, and then it and then it says what's your name. And then it makes your coffee with all the robot arms and oh, things, cool. and it goes down the conveyor belt, and then it come, opens up, and it says, "Your coffee is ready, Louis." And is it <laughs> good? Like, uh, I did not try okay. it. I was I was scared. Well, and then there's the the robot bartender. I think Vegas has a couple yeah, of those. yeah. Royal Caribbean just has a oh. few of those now too, where they well, that's good. You know, let's invest millions of dollars to take over yeah. someone, you know, humans' jobs. A human that's working for nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. An Indonesian that's working for three dollars a day. Yeah, but like, can it do like the the bartender tricks where it like throws the shaker and catches it? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't think it missing. does. But yeah, what what's why? That's the thing. Like, what's the point? I mean, it is, it's cool for, like, a little bit, but you are, like, just sort of screwing people out of a job. You're, well, and then the novelty. I think part of the bar experience is interacting with the bartender. Yeah. Typically, bartenders aren't dumpy-looking people, so they're, they're easy on the eyes, generally. Uh-huh. Not all. I mean, like my dive bar. Male and female. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so on one of the Disney ships, oh, the most gorgeous guy was a bartender. South African? No, he was, like, Italian. Oh, What's his name? I probably know him. Shoot, I can text my wife. I was like, we walked in. I'm like, that is a gorgeous You're dude. like, I have to check my journal. From... <laughs> yeah. I, I drew a picture of him. The heart. I, I put our names in a tree in Nassau when we got off the ship. But you know, he was like a gorgeous dude. Yeah. Does it? Ever... I was like, honey, you get a pass. Does it ever make <laughs> you? technically then when I sleep with you, it's like I slept with yeah. him without. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, and it's like I hooked up with him technically. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever feel weird when you're with like your, you know, your wife and you see like a dude who's like super hot? Like me and Erica were watching Thor Ragnarok yeah. the other night. The Chris, what's the guy's name? Chris Hem- Hemsworth. Yeah. Had his shirt off. And I'm like, why, if I was her, why would I look at me ever? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> 
like, why wouldn't I just <laughs> watch that guy all the time? I know. Right? Yeah. Like, does it make you feel weird when you're with your wife and you see someone's way super hotter than you and you're like, yeah, I'd leave me for that. Yeah, no, I don't all the time. Yeah. That, that bartender. <laughs> I, gave her, I gave her permission to leave me. Yeah. You're like, honey, I might even leave you for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. I might even switch teams for that. Like, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I have a buddy who has a joke. He's like, I don't get mad when my wife looks at hot guys and thinks that they're hot. Like, they're hot. Like, yeah. they're hotter than me. He's like, I get mad when she looks at guys that look like me and fantasize. <laughs> she starts looking at guys below me. <laughs> yeah, that's when I get mad. <laughs> All right, you want to get to the stories? Let's do it. All right. Now it's time for some weird news. This story comes from beefmagazine.com. That's a news source more reliable than trying to milk a cow with salad tongs. <laughs> I'm sure that's been tried before. <laughs> so, I'm gonna, you know what I want? Some, some buttermilk ranch. Let me uh, fire this bad boy up. I love that there's a beef magazine. I never knew that this uh, that existed. I mean, I do subscribe to Where's the Beef newsletter, but... I'm kind of surprised this isn't just about 90s uh, East Coast and West Coast rap. It's just a magazine about Tupac being killed. So I have to be honest, this is one of my favorite stories that we've done in a while. And uh, it starts like this. New app functions like Tinder for cows. (laughs) Or as I call it, Texas Tinder. (laughs) Tutter is a new app released in the UK that allows producers to swipe right on bulls and heifers for sale, just like on Tinder, the popular dating app for singles. Now, I've never used Tinder before, but do you think this is a good platform for the uh, utter? Yes, I do. I do. I actually think this is a genius idea. I just, I'd love to see the profiles. I'm just here for the milk. I'm just here for fun. <laughs> when it comes to building your cow herd to include females that are high performing, maternal, docile, and excellent milkers, there are many avenues to explore. From artificial insemination and embryo transfer to developing ranch-raised replacement heifers or purchasing bred females, there are many paths to developing a herd that meets and exceeds your production goals. This sounds less like uh, Tinder for cows and more like the dark web for cow trafficking. <laughs> Illegal cow trafficking? <laughs> yeah. They're bringing in cows from uh, from China and Thailand? Yeah, I think, I think uh, the border wall is supposed to stop this. <laughs> However, there's a new avenue to identify top producing females that may soon be coming to the United States. You know what, though? The desirable ones will be the ones with all the fake udders. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that uh, this isn't made in the United States. I'm more surprised that it comes from the UK than it does the, uh, the US. Yeah, they have a rich ranching history. <laughs> <laughs> Developed and launched in the UK for dairy and beef cattle, Tutter is just like the human dating app Tinder. Tutter allows producers to swipe right on bulls or heifers for sale, just like you swipe right or left to view photos on your phone. This sounds like a gay dating app, Tutter. Yeah, a little bit. I would imagine it would catch on after a while. It's not just cows. There's ones for goats, like goater or sheeper. <laughs> sheeper is just for Irish uh, farmers. <laughs> Ghoster. <laughs> Ghoster. <laughs> it's just empty profiles. 
<laughs> you they, then they meet up. You look nothing like your picture. <laughs> Released in 2014, Tutter is used by one third of all UK farmers who list their available livestock for others to consider. That's got to be big business. This uh, cow hooking uh, up. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what what it costs. According to Smithsonian Magazine, this isn't exactly the first time humans applied dating apps to the animal kingdom. Zoos began converting their stud books to a digital platform in 2018. Stud book. Stud books. That's like uh, Trump's binder full of women. <laughs> no, you mean Mitt, Mitt, Mitt Romney. Yeah. yeah, yeah Mitt I'm, Romney. Sure, I'm sure Trump has that too. <laughs> or his lawyers do. Yeah. They converted their stud books to a digital platform in 2018. A female orangutan swiped right her mate on a tablet at a Dutch zoo in 2017. And a wildlife refuge partnered with actual Tinder to raise money to breed the last male white rhino. I don't, why did they have to partner with Tinder to do that? Yeah, there's like what you were just telling me. There's like three females left. As far as the makers know, this is the first app ever developed to match livestock, Reuters reports. Until you log on to Farmers Only. I would love to see the profiles where it's just like the lady cows is just like their neck up. <laughs> it's just a group of bulls and they're like, I don't know which one it is, which one he is. Yeah. You're like, you're like, That's a weird angle. I think you're hiding something. <laughs> it's all shots from below. Yeah. <laughs> With its swipe left, swipe right system, the app functions almost identical to Tinder. Even its logo, a cleanly stylized pink cow udder on a black background, is reminiscent of Tinder's iconic flame emblem. Users can choose whether they're searching for male or female cows, then swipe through profiles that have a picture of each cow along with their breed, age, location, and owner name. Here's the thing. If this comes to the United States, the ACLU is going to step in and be like, you need ladies searching ladies, bulls searching bulls. Yeah. (laughs) You need to open it up. I signed up for this Tutter app and I already have 20 matches. Nice. Yeah. I feel it feels good. It boosts the morale. Yeah. What are you looking for in, in a in a in a in a match? My hobbies include chewing cud, <laughs> cow patty bingo. <laughs> yeah, what does the first message start out? Hey stud. <laughs> hey, hey moo. <laughs> what you doing, moo? <laughs> I see you swiping right on all the ladies. Move along. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Once users get a match, they have the option to check out a cow's full profile where they can view more pictures along with details about health, price, and availability. Tutter gets specific with the data, going so far as to provide information about milk yield, protein content, and calving potential, ensuring users have all the information they need before setting up the big date. But just like actual Tinder, who's verifying this? Yeah, right? You're like, oh yeah, I'm a millionaire. I produce uh, tons of cheese curd. Yeah. My milk brings all the boys to the yard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. You show up and it's like you pay the money and then it doesn't produce. And yeah, you're like, this cow yeah, should have been put down. Yeah, I wonder what level of fraud there is on this, like there is on these dating apps. Because I would imagine by the time you load up your bowl, you roll over there, you're committed. No matter what's going, it might be you're there and you're going to negotiate. You're like, this bull's going to get some if I drove 30 miles. Yeah, if I drove to my neighboring farm. <laughs> While it may sound cheesy, I envision this app might function similarly to the many available online sites that producers can use for listing cattle, such as Craigslist, Facebook, and Steer Planet, just to name a few. Steer Planet. Yeah, oh. I wonder if there's steermagazine.com. Yeah, this is the rival to this beefmagazine.com. Yeah, I imagine this is, that this is a problem in the cattle industry, like finding suitable partners, 
um, studying your, I don't, is it called studying with cows? I know for horses it's called yeah, studying. I, I think they, didn't we have a stud finder? Is there a stud finder? Yeah, well, I have a, <laughs> yeah, stud finder, which is tutter.com. <laughs> However, this one is particularly unique in its replication to the popular dating app Tinder, and I could see it being popular here in the United States. The industry is in a constant state of motion, even changing and evolving to meet the needs of producers and consumers. An app like this would have been hard to imagine or envision 20 years ago. And yet here we are. What will producers think of next? Those wacky producers. Yeah. What will they think of next? <laughs> um, so th- I think this is pretty cool. I, it's I, it's fun that it takes the concept of Tinder, yep. you know, and they're playing on it. I mean, there's a comical value yep. to that. But yeah, I think, you know, swipe right, swipe left. Like, I guess, like, why would you swipe left? You know, if you're, it's too old, it's uh Yeah, it could have to do with, it doesn't look like a match. It's, you're not his type of whole scheme. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. I imagine like Tinder, all the males also have their shirts off and all their pictures. Yes. <laughs> all the ladies are showing a little bit of utter. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess why I don't understand what, what you would swipe left on. Like, I guess maybe they're racist and don't like the color of the cow. Yeah. Or you're like, I don't know, that cow needs a haircut. It's... Yeah. I would imagine you would be able, like on Tinder, you can set your age requirements. Yeah. I would imagine you could do that on Tutter also. Yeah. Did we ever do the story about the guy in Denmark that sued to have his age changed? No. He's, he's like, I self-identify. He was like 68 years old. He was, I self-identify as a 40-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and the old, his reason for saying this is uh, for dating. Yeah. Yeah. But you you can have it so it doesn't list your age, though. I It's Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> they just need stuff. They have yeah. no they have no violence, great health care. <laughs> they need, they to... need stuff to worry about yeah. there. He needs his matches on... Uh... <laughs> So what do we think about the Tutter? I think it's a good idea until we start getting the black market cows being trafficked. Yeah. Someone somewhere will find a nefarious way to use this. Yeah. Because it'll be like, oh, we're trafficking kids. It'll be like a kid next to the cow. Yeah. Or like you go on there and you you actually match with a a cow and then you have to send a message and it's like, hey, you should just hit me up on Instagram. (laughs) Follow me on Facebook. (laughs) Have you seen my webcam? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it starts doing the oh I'm in Thailand and I want to get a plane ticket to the United yeah, States could yeah. you wire me yeah right you're gonna have to fly me from from China <laughs> to the US first class gotta buy that ticket <laughs> oh alright I think this is pretty cool I think it's scary that there's a beef magazine though but hey you know I like it and now it's time for strange stories from the Times capsule with Dr. Henry. Fourteen years before the Titanic sank, Morgan Robertson wrote the novella Futility. It was about the large, unsinkable ship Titan hitting an iceberg in the northern Atlantic. Both the Titanic and the fictional Titan did not have enough lifeboats for the thousands of passengers on board. <laughs> We 
Weird News Story Part 2. This story comes from BBC.com. That's a news source more reliable than a senior citizen understanding how Southwest Airlines boards its airplanes. <laughs> yeah, that's why they let them board early. <laughs> they give them a healthy 40 minutes to figure it all out. But it says I'm C-42. This is my seat. It only goes up to 20. <laughs> All right, so this article is pretty interesting, and there is a video that accompanies it, and we will link that on our website. I think this is the Moby Dick of the modern era. (laughs) We'll let you decide (laughs) if it is the Moby Dick of this era. And the story goes, woman trapped in window trying to retrieve poo after Tinder date. I hope the first line is, call me Schitzmiel. It's the first line of... uh... Moby Dick. Okay. Call right. me Ishmael. That was a long drive in for that. Hey, I set it up early and <laughs> then knocked it in later. <laughs> right. A woman who threw her poo out of her date's toilet window because it would not flush had to be rescued after she got stuck trying to retrieve it. I mean, honestly, this is the feel of good story of the summer. First of all, she took a giant dump on, on a date. Like, it's your first date. You can hold it. No, I always go at the restaurant before. If we're going to go back somewhere, you always go to the restaurant first. Yeah, you always drop the deuce at the restaurant. Yeah. Because now the guy can't, like, hear you doing whatever. Yeah, you can't leave the stink. Yeah. You know, totally. Yeah. This is the first article I've ever read where there was pooper's remorse. (laughs) Can I take that back? Can I take the poop? Can I shove it back inside me? The amateur gymnast was on a first date with Bristol student Liam Smith when she panicked and threw the feces out of the window. I just think it's interesting that they felt the need to write amateur gymnast. (laughs) Yeah, maybe she was, though. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. But like it serves no purpose to the rest of the story. It's like it just seems like when they were writing the article, they're like, "Okay, so tell us about yourself." Well, I'm an amateur gymnast. I also am an amateur curling, and uh, I like murder mysteries on Netflix. <laughs> and clearly, I'm an amateur using the toilet. <laughs> oh, maybe because maybe because she's a gymnast that she can crawl in this yeah. crawl space to retrieve the poo. It did not land in the garden, but became wedged between two non-opening windows. It should be amateur major league pitcher. Like, you can't, how do you not throw poop out a window correctly? Yeah, I don't, like, it's I've kind of, thrown some poop out windows in my day, and it's not that hard. Have you really? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I took a dump in the backyard one time when I was a kid, but that's the closest I ever got. You took a dump where? In the backyard. Oh, okay. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I get in predicaments quite often because, like, my body, it just, when it's time to poo, it's like, I'll go. Yeah. It's like, it, there's no sort of warning. It's like, okay, I got to go now. So I wonder if this lady has Matt Bowles. Mine don't, I don't think you could pick up. <laughs> <laughs> yours, yours are going down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So the poop didn't land in the garden. Um, after climbing in headfirst after it, she became wedged. Mr. Smith had to call the fire service for help. The story appeared on a crowdfunding page set up by the University of Bristol student. This lady trashed my my window, and now I'm going to set up a GoFundMe for this. <laughs> like, I'm I'm mad when someone's like, you know, I can't pay my for my vacation. Yeah. Like, my date took a dump, threw it out the window, and broke my window. <laughs> wow. Well, that's like, I mean, that's a pretty hefty dump, right? To, I mean, your poo essentially smashed a window. Yeah, I mean, in a roundabout sort of way. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what she did, like, when she threw it out. Did she just barehand it and just toss it? I mean, it it sounds like it was pretty soft. Like, or did she, like, take off her sock 
and yeah, put the it toilet on. paper in there and just huck it. But w- once you reach in, though, the toilet paper is useless. That's true. That's a good point. We had had a really nice evening, he said. We had a meal at a well-known chicken restaurant, had a few beers, then gone back to mine for a bottle of wine and a film. That's the European Netflix and chill. <laughs> I love how well, we had chicken, we had a few shots of prune juice. <laughs> Went back, fiber. To my, went back to my house. We watched Shit Creek on, <laughs> on the Netflix. On the Netflix. I ever told you the story. I was at a staying at a La Quinta Inn. Okay. And uh, I had to go to the bathroom. I pooped and I clogged the toilet at the La Quinta Inn. Uh-huh. And so I, I had to call the front desk and they sent the maintenance. maintenance guy and uh, he couldn't fix it. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, it's there's some, it's very uncomfortable to stand there with another man just looking at what exited my body. Yeah. You, and then you know. both you guys scratching your heads going, Meh. Yeah. So they, he was like, I can't fix it. I don't know what's going on. And so they upgraded me to the suite. So I shit my way to the top. Yeah. yeah I'm very proud of this. Solid. <laughs> well, or, le- or not solid. <laughs> he said the woman went to the toilet and when she came back, she had a panicked look in her eye and told him what she had done. I mean, this really proves we're not that far separated from monkeys with the, the poop uh, throwing. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know why she would have admitted to it. Like, why the hell she would have... I, I would have just been like, go on with the night and let them figure it out later. Yeah, because he's in shared housing. Yeah. So it would be like, your uh, your roommate, his, uh, his date looked like she would wedge poo between the windows. And who knows if they would even find it, right? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Or you could have rigged up like the... Do you remember the old thing where the kid loses like his last... Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and yeah. he loses the quarter down the grade uh, until he puts the gum on it on the string? Yeah. I would have done some Rube Goldberg way of fishing out the poop. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I would have gone to great lengths to not admit that I had done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first length I would take in would just be straight up lie and deny. I would just walk out the house and be like, I'll never see you again. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. Retroactively swiping the other direction. <laughs> he said the toilet window opened into a narrow gap separated by another double glazed window. I mean, if this poo is too big to flush, how's it fitting through a narrow gap? I, there's a lot of holes in the story. Yeah, I don't, I, it's weird that there's a window that goes to two other windows. It was into this twilight zone that my date had thrown her poo, he said. He went to find a hammer to smash the window, but she decided to climb in headfirst after the offending package and become jammed. So this gap isn't that narrow if her head fits in. Yeah, I mean, if she can go in her body. Yeah, I mean, this sounds more complicated when they are rescuing all those Filipino soccer kids from that cave. <laughs> that cave. That's what they were doing. They were retrieving their poos. They had all shat in a hole, and then they had regretted it. All the kids climbed down to get it. And then, and then the Navy SEALs are rescuing them. <laughs> Three men died. I was starting to grow concerned, so I called the fire brigade, and once they had composed themselves, they set to work removing her from the window. I like how they had to get over their initial chuckles. Uh, they're not as professional yeah. as they are in the U.S., they're taking selfies. Yeah, I would. <laughs> of course you would. There are always cops that will like take pictures with them with like a dead body and then the family finds out because oh, the cop posts it. Oh, yeah. But then it's like there's nothing they can do about it because it's kind of public record. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fucked up. That is messed up. Yeah. But this lady's stuck fishing out poo. So she fell into this hole. Did she land in the poop? Did she have like crap hair? Oh, God. Yeah. Jeez. This day's going to go worse. Yeah. Worse and worse. 
Although the woman was rescued unharmed, Mr. Smith said his bathroom window was destroyed. I'm not complaining. They did what they had to do, he said. Well, it's what he was going to do. Problem is, I've been quoted north of 300 pounds to replace the window, and as a postgraduate student, that is a significant chunk of my monthly budget. Let me give him an idea. Why don't you not replace the decorative window and just use the regular window? Yeah. Why don't you sell this poo on, like, Etsy or something? Yeah. yeah. It's the 700-pound poo. <laughs> Mr. Smith originally set a crowdfunding target of 200 pounds, but has already raised more than 1,200 pounds for the window. This feels like a hustle now. Who Who's funding this? Well, I mean, it's I mean, kind people of throwing a his... dollar or two at a fun store. I bet all our gymnast, amateur gymnast friends. I don't use any like the GoFundMe stuff because uh-huh. uh, I feel like a l- most of it's a hustle. Yeah, unless I know the person. Yeah. Well, there is a lot of people that use it as a hustle, and it's kind of odd. It's like, why do they allow you to get more money than the money that you set out to get? Yeah. Like, if you say 200 pounds to pay for my window, and you get 1,200 pounds, you just profited, you know, 1,000 pounds. Yeah. You know, they shouldn't allow you to do that. Uh, He said he and his date had decided to split the extra cash between two charities, one supporting firefighters and another that builds and maintains flushing toilets in developing countries. A.K.A. England, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We we decided to buy a couple of bottles of Metamucil for the bathroom (laughs) and donate to constipated elderly people. Uh, why, why not composting toilets in different developing countries? Why flushing toilets? Yeah. Composting toilets would be more effective in places that might not have actual running water. Yeah, it's just flushing. <laughs> the, the, the guy is like, I don't know what to do with yeah. this. Water goes in there. We don't have water to drink. Yeah, I know. We can go 30 feet and shit in a toilet, but we have to walk five miles to get clean water to drink. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the woman does not want to be named, but Mr. Smith said he had seen her since, and who knows what the future holds. The future holds a handful of poop. Yeah, future holds no butt sex. Yeah, the future holds fiber. (laughs) We had a lovely night on the second date, and it's too early to say if she's the one. But we got on a very... She's definitely number two! (laughs) But we got on a very, very well, and she's a lovely girl, he said. I believe you tell your kids that. I knew she was the one when she reached in barehanded and grabbed her poo and threw it out the window to save the relationship. Because she's a lady. (laughs) We already got the most difficult stuff out of the way first, he said. Yeah, it's true. Avon Fire and Rescue Service confirmed it had received a call and freed a woman trapped between external and double glazing. Donuts? I hope so. (laughs) It also confirmed that a window was broken in the process. So, yeah, it's kind of cool that they gave her another shot. She was honest. Mm -hmm. It's got to be pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I'm still lost behind the instinct being, I'm going to throw the poop out the window. Well, you panic, right? Like, you go to poo, it doesn't flush. This feels like movie panicking versus real life panicking. Yeah, I would have, like, I I probably would have just left it. I would have taken a toothbrush and, like, Ice picked it out. You know, I mean, there's got to be, a, there's a garbage. There's a, Yeah, there's a lot of other places this can go besides out the window. Yeah, right? Put it in the shampoo bottle. <laughs> you break it up with the shampoo <laughs> bottle. Yeah, I mean, maybe the toilet was just clogged and there was no, Yeah, you know. his roommate clogged it before she got in. Man, I don't know. I would never throw it out the window. I would probably just never see that person again. I'd just walk out and be like, hey, it was fun. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Do the mic drop. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> we'll He's all poop. confused and then he goes in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Many relationships have been halted <laughs> by my pooing habits. 
what could have been. What <laughs> could have been. Uh, so, no, I think this is a good story. I like that they're still going out. That's nice. Yeah. And I hope she goes from amateur gymnast to professional semi-pro. gymnast. Semi-pro. I give her semi-pro. Semi-pro. All right. I like this. <laughs> That's it for today, Oddballs. <laughs> if you want more information on the links to today's shows, visit the website, oddandoffbeat.com. Oddandoffbeat.com. <laughs> or you can check out the social sites that we have, which is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, LinkedIn. <laughs> Are we on LinkedIn? We should be on LinkedIn. I don't, I've never used LinkedIn. I have a profile on LinkedIn, and it's. I don't think it's ever garnered me any work uh any yeah. dates though that's the key uh, yeah is, is, that, <laughs> is that the new <laughs> secret dating site yeah it's linkedin <laughs> <laughs> no never i've never i haven't gone on there in a long time but people do use it quite a bit for what's the word recruiting for their businesses yeah no one's recruiting a comedy stunt show <laughs> <laughs> you know we need more of some comedy and weird skills around the office <laughs> you need a guy who's never done anything in his entire life dropped out of high school wakes up at noon <laughs> i'm your guy <laughs> stays out late drinking with strangers and sometimes wakes up face down on the lawn with strangers <laughs> with strangers that's just that's guy's wednesday <laughs> we need that kind of energy in our office that's what we need to boost morale we were either gonna get an office puppy or matt <laughs> uh so you can check out our weekly photo meme contest on all of those social sites that we mentioned outside of the linkedin and that is a we post a photo you leave a funny caption best caption wins a prize that's right yeah you'd be the envy of all your neighbors and co-workers and the office dog yeah i just picked up some cool stuff uh, uh my trip a few weeks ago in austin to send out nice. so uh be looking for that if you win excellent now where can the people catch the matt baker comedy stunt show well you uh you can see See my Museum of Curious Things, which is my mobile curiosity museum at the Snohomish Library in Snohomish, Washington on April 2nd, which would be today. Also, I'm going to be at a corporate event in, I believe, Vernon, British Columbia, which is up in the Okanagan Valley. Yeah. I'm doing performing for some it's pretty corporate up there. group. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, Lake Okanagan has Ogopogo. Okay. Sea monster. Yeah, I'll check it out. Connected to Loch Ness through underground lava tubes. Is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. I got I got to get a t-shirt. <laughs> I think they have them. Okay. I'll be doing that on Friday, April 5th. And then I'm going on the Disney Wonder out of San Diego. Uh, doing Mexico uh, from April 7th to the 12th. And I will be on the cruise with you. Yeah, I'll be on vacation. I'm actually going out to see your show. Well, it was a coincidence. <laughs> How random is that? This is the most expensive way to see my show. It's the most expensive way to hang out with you in a basement. <laughs> you you guys had booked your cruise. Uh, like a year ago. A year ago. And then you told me that you're going on this cruise. And I looked at my dates. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on that cruise. How disappointed was your wife when you told her that I was I think be... she was happy because she's like, oh, Louis won't be in my way. <laughs> There's the hot bartender downstairs. Oh, yeah. There's the Italian. <laughs> Go make pretty eyes with him. Then she goes down there, and there you are. Yeah. There both of us are. <laughs> Cock-blocking your wife. <laughs> no, she was cool, though. She wasn't like, oh, man, you're yeah. not going to be around. No, she likes you. She likes your show. Okay. Yeah, she's excited. Okay. That's surprising <laughs> that she likes my show. 
<laughs> she's seen it a bunch. Yeah, she has. That's what a, I'm saying. It's been a while since she's seen it. Though. Yeah, it's not much has changed. So yeah. she's gonna be like, Matt, you haven't written a new joke in seven years. She'll be yeah. She'll start heckling you. <laughs> Get a job. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, where can people see you? On you va- I'll be on vacation on the Wonder. All right. Yeah. So if you want to come hang out with Louis and I on the and his wife and yeah. the Italian bartender, and we might be doing some podcasting. So if you got a story, yeah, <laughs> book it. Book it. Come hang out. We got to get the Italian bartender on the podcast. <laughs> we should actually be like, we've talked about you. He's like, yeah. this is creepy. Yeah. And he's like, I don't speak English <laughs> for you guys. I clearly do not speak English. <laughs> That's all I've learned. That's all I've learned. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, folks. Just quick little commercial. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play. If you can uh, rate us, that helps us out. Leave a review. Yeah. And then let it be an honest review. If you, you know, if it's. If you think some of the pod is mediocre, leave the mediocre review. But it does help yeah. us quite a bit to actually get reviews. And if you don't mind, share us. Share, it. pick out your favorite podcast of ours and share it on one of your social sites. And let see if we can uh, let your friends in on the cool, weird news that we're talking about. Yeah, uh, that does help out a lot. So thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by Vote for the Communist Commuter party. We transport socialism across the globe.